Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which we produce this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Catchy smile, you got that catchy smile. Stop a while, come back with that catchy smile. Come back, baby, we'll fly away. Come back, we'll just fly away. Together, baby, but don't tell your nonna. Um, hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome to, but welcome back. Welcome back to the pod, Izzy Beach. Thank you uh, oh, for having on. me. We, sh- we should play um, Israel's son. Israel's son. That's not the song. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, that's Black Hole Sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Just good. Do it anyway. Yeah. That was a genuine mistake. That's a funny joke. I thought you were doing like a frog show kind of game. That was a genuine mistake. Mm. Not done. <laughs> I thought that's how Israel's son went. Oh, well. You know, I have to be honest, I don't know either of the things that you guys are referencing. You don't know Black Hole Sun? <laughs> um, Black Hole Sun, won't you come? Who oh, sings it? Yeah, Wash maybe. away the rain. Is that what it is? Wash away the rain for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's by Metallica. Oh, is okay. that Metallica? Nah, it's Soundgarden. <laughs> Soundgarden. Okay, there's a, yeah. a lot going on. Um, <laughs> a lot of misunderstandings for the first two mins of the pod. Is Israel's son. Okay. No. Now that was a joke. That was a joke. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Even Mike, I got that. Michael Jackson. <clears throat> Whoops, I said it. <laughs> Shit. I heard oh, that's someone a, on hang the on, radio. That's not even true. It's a Beatles song. Michael Jackson covered. Oh my dun, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Beatles yeah, and Michael yeah. Jackson covered it. I thought it was cream. I can't tell if you're joking still. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's cream. <laughs> Crane. Oh, that's Crane. <laughs> Crane is so funny. Oh, that's how oh, that's how dear. that's how Stevie D pronounces Queen. Crane. God bless him. God bless him. Mm. Oh my God. He says Crane. You have a friendship group. You guys have a lot of like. You guys have a lot of like idiosyncrasies like that. Mm. Um, more than anyone I've ever met. Oh, that's really. Nice. I reckon. Great. Idiosyncrasies mm. are, aren't they just so fun? People's idiosyncrasies? They're the, yeah, they're the spice of life. We, us three should write a, a comedy sorry. TV show. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I told you, last time I was on the pod, remember we talked about my loud swallowing yeah. and it's, now it's even worse because I can't move the mic away from my face. Mm. But this is not my fault. This is Gladys's fault and <laughs> the microphone, this is my idiosyncrasy. Yeah, it is. Um, it's right... At your throat too. Yeah, it's right, right at the there. jugular. Yeah, maybe I need to put a mask on, and then you know how they <laughs> <laughs> put it all the way up. Oh, like, like a this. yeah. You could do it. You could get a bit of um, like a twist tie, and make it like one of those mm. Britney Spears ones. <laughs> oh my god! All I need is a python. Yeah, that's I, it. I saw the funniest meme um about. Do you know that low bridge in South Melbourne that like. The trucks just just barely make it under. Yeah, mm. I was like, we should install these at the border to stop any more of these fucking Sydney truck drivers. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw this, and I also laughed. You saw mm. that too. I sure did. It's good, eh? Really good. That's one of Luco Lachlan's favorite comedy things: mm. is watching videos of trucks near missing <laughs> those like low rise bridges and like yeah. pulling into a tunnel and just making it. He just Absolutely loses yeah. his shit. It's hilarious. <clears throat> I like it too. I found a really good meme account last night, you guys. It's called Home and a Gay. Okay. And it's um, just like a, a bunch. Of, I mean, I should never describe a meme account to anyone ever, but I'm here. I'm already doing it. Um, and it's just, I was just in tears on the couch watching these memes. I was laughing, wow. laughing my ass off. Mostly like reaction vids from like 
the 90s and 2000s Neighbours and Home and Away. Okay. But with a specifically gay, like, scenario set up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> really good. Um, yeah, just trust me on that. That's mm. a reco. Yeah. Official. Yeah. I love it. record. Um, yeah. Ah, oh, that, that reminds me of the... Um, have, did you ever see the um the Craig McLaughlin f- footy show comedy uh, stand up being booed off the footy show? No, never. It is one of the best <laughs> videos on the internet. Hey, why did that remind you of that? Um, because he makes m- many references to uh, uh, to na- like neighbors stuff and like makes some bad jokes. Mm. He goes, he's so egotistical, and he goes, "I played the." brother of Kylie Minogue and why the writers never investigated incest still just shits me to tears. <laughs> oh <laughs> I don't even get that. my God. Because oh, he was the brother of Kylie Minogue and he wishes they, the writers wrote an incest storyline. Oh, okay. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah, Todd. yeah. <laughs> Wake up yourself, mate. Sorry, guys. Um, is it loud there at Cafe de Floor? It is. Yeah, it's bustling. <laughs> You thought I was just making a segue that had no grain to it, no, no grip. No, no. I, you I thought I was you. just cutting in with a random story that I wanted to tell, which had no relation to Izzy Beach's story, and you no. took a stab. Honestly, mm. you said, was, well, "How does that relate?" It says more about Todd than it does about you, Jamie. Don't you think? It? As if mm. I would ever do that. No, because I thought your segue was. Th- all about how Craig McLaughlin gets basically booed off the stage and you just wanted to boo Izzy off the stage for a meme oh, story. Okay. <laughs> okay, so again, says more about you, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Jamie, you what? thought that I was being boring. <laughs> oh, Fair dear. Enough. Yeah, should have kept that one to myself. It's, it's all good. It's well worth a watch, that video. It is. Well worth a watch. Do the – and what about the poo bit? That's a good bit. Oh, yeah. So it goes it, – it culminates in – um. He keeps just going on about himself, like he talk, talks about having a number one hit and all this kind of stuff. Um, wait, and let's set the scene to NRL footy show grand final episode, like 10,000 people in the audience. Yes, big live audience. Doing his stand-up comedy debut, I believe. <laughs> it might have been. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like shiningly egotistical. <laughs> and then he eventually goes, um, oh, I got one. What's worse than poo? Someone in the crowd goes, you. <laughs> and he goes, oh, that's not very nice. And then someone goes, go back to Ramsey Street. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe I have seen that exact snippet because that's hitting on something deep yeah. Yeah, inside yeah. me. Yeah. It's, um, or, it's classic. <clears throat> or we've just spoken about it before. Probably. <laughs> we might have. Did, you, did, did anyone happen to watch the Channel 7 Special, the atrocious Channel Seven special that that Craig McLaughlin made to try and clear his name of the um the like no the sexual predatory and assault uh, accusations that have been levelled against him. No, no, I couldn't. <laughs> I was. saw the trailer a bit of it, and I, it was too hard to even watch that. It was like oh, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, it, you've got to watch Channel Seven more, is he? <laughs> it's a true, really, true. it's a great channel. Mm. What so, else is on? All of the sevens. On there's it. Mate and there's... Yeah. Um, I do occasionally end up on Seven Flicks. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's, a, yep. that's, an, equi- that's, a, that's a, uh, an advanced taste for a Channel mm. 7. <laughs> okay, yeah. sorry. Um, Go on. But no, they, they just made this thing. It was, like a, it was honestly like a parody. I, I had to watch it. He was like um, just... It was the most sensational thing I've ever seen on Channel 7 and that's saying something. Mm. And there's just been so many accusations against him, and he's just like outright, basically just lying and saying that none of it happened. But it was, it was, um, it was entertaining from the point of view that it was just the the goal of this man's, the goal of this man's. The end. That's the end of the. That's the end of the sentence. The goal of this man's. <laughs> <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like it was all acting too. Like the like when you texted me the 
the trailer, I was just like, this is, looks just looks like the performance of his career. Yeah. Yeah. He's absolutely lost his mind, has he not? Pretty I mean, much. Yeah. He, he hasn't, like all the stuff that I've seen of him, which granted is not all that much, he 100% seems like has no touch, is not in touch with reality no. in any mm. way. <laughs> no, 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 like a complete egomaniac. Yeah, mm. even maybe just from the beginning, this is how it was. Like, yeah. the, remember his music? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just so off. So mm. off. So off. <laughs> and like the Denton interview is one of my favorite things mm. on the internet as well, because it's just like real life David Brent. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Even um, more in love with himself than David Brent. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's a it's a crazy watch. And it's just like he's fooling all these people as well. It's like people are actually believing believing him. I mean, like they 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 don't they're not seeing the the egomaniac. Oh, they're seeing this that, cool charismatic fella. Right. So people are at, in the Denton audience and some of them are going are genuinely <laughs> charmed and entertained. They might be. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think probably people just like the average person desperately wants someone not to be deep down deluded and evil. Yeah. So you just kind of hang on to whatever <laughs> shred of like relatability they have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. in person. If you're in that audience, you would be just looking for a, some semblance of mm. humanity <laughs> in this yeah. man. Yeah. And it is there from time to time, you know. It's not yeah. completely, mm. but um, Izzy, I saw you posted on um, Instagram yesterday uh, your the work of your friend Shard. Um, uh, a review, oh a review uh-huh. of Dance Monkey. Oh lord! It was actually it's actually in his review of her upcoming album, or maybe it's out. I don't know. Um, okay. But that was a paragraph in which he was obviously trying to describe, um, yeah, the phenomenon of a song like Dance Monkey. Should I read it? Yeah, yes. read it out. Let's do it. Should I read it? Yeah. It just had me absolutely gobsmacked. Well, <laughs> it was pretty funny. I've, yeah. I've, um, I read that this morning, like when I woke up, it's in my like, feed. And, um, Song's been in my head all bloody day. How's that? And you didn't even hear the song. I didn't even hear the song. I just saw the two wow. words "dance monkey" and in in my brain went, "How does that song go again?" Oh, yep. Yeah. And now it's, won't, <laughs> it's there right now. Mm. Yeah, um, it is remarkable. Mm. Um, it's so fucking catchy. It's um, it's actually it should be criminal. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> tell, tell us, Shard de, Shard de Souza. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Tell you. I what. was going to say, tell us a bit about Shard. Yeah, Shard is uh, a wonderful writer. Um, he is from Melbourne. Uh, Todd and I, well, actually, Todd and I didn't work with him at Vice. Mm. He came a bit after we us. Left, but yeah. We um, that's where I know him from, kind of. Yeah. Um, but he's a very, very talented music writer, especially. Um, writes for Pitchfork and The Guardian and stuff and um, just is absolutely holds no prisoners about what you're supposed to like and what you're not supposed to like, but is also like a really um, very good at like pulling thoughts out of your like the reader's brain that you kind of have never been able to articulate, yeah, I reckon, right. or at least he does with me where I'm like, oh, thank fuck. Like, thank fuck somebody wrote that in a smart way that I can now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> regurgitate next time um, but he uh, also is one of the things I really love about Shard is that he will like write the most glowing review about a, like a song or a, an album that you've been a bit like I don't want to say ashamed <laughs> but embarrassed that you love Yeah, because it's sick and you know that like the Pitchfork bros wouldn't approve yeah but um shard is the antithesis of that and it's just like this is stunning Fresh. everyone shut up yeah. um and it rolls okay so this little Great. dance monkey thing this paragraph absolutely murdered me last night <clears throat> um it's easy to scoff at any song as huge as dance monkey but there's little that feels predetermined about its success what else sounds like it Watson's voice is like the bark of a dog on helium. Her affectations are bizarre and unforgettable. The song itself is a self 
mythologizing origin story about having to busk for ungrateful crowds and it follows no popular structure or format building to a never found peak it is Sisyphean struggle as pop song relentless and tiresome and in a twisted way brilliant like a john waters film or a Nicki minaj song dance monkey exists so far beyond the boundaries of good taste that it swings back around to the realm of unprecedented artfulness uh, debate rages on the <laughs> internet whether or not the song itself is good that question itself seems almost laughable when a song is this big does good even matter Wow. Did you guys just hear Giuseppe? Yeah. Oh, shout out to Giuseppe. Singing Dance Monkey <laughs> in the background. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think That's he my said bravo. Song, bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. Isn't that mm. funny? It's amazing. Do you, do you have um, I, the bit about the, um, the bizarre affectations? Is so f- that got me good. I like that. They are bizarre mm. affectations. Mm. That bit got me it's too. It's ludicrous that somebody would choose to pronounce words the way that Tones <laughs> and I does. And it does shatter the world around you. Yeah. Like each time I've ever heard that song, I just had, yeah, like like I've been thrown into an existential crisis mm, because yeah. I'm so confused and also absolutely enthralled. Mm. But maybe, maybe that's cool. I Do don't you know, know what the song's about? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Can I take a um, guess? Yes, having you may. having not delved in to the lyrics, mm-hmm. right. is it about like, is it about Tones and I's life as a busker and like the the money gets thrown in the hat and it's like dance monkey do the things that we want you to do but like she's just tired of it. Um, absolutely. It yeah. is okay. That's that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um. And the funniest thing I find too is that I often see, and I don't know how I even come across this. Maybe actually, oh my God, I actually do remember why. Because at my job, someone that goes to the uni that I work at um, made the video clip for that for that song. And I had oh. to write a like, little news story for the uni about um, this amazing achievement. And um, I had to do a bit of research on Tones and I in order to do that. And I learned like probably too much, like more than I really wanted to know. But <laughs> a lot of the stuff that I came across was um, interviews where people are like um, asking her what the song is about mm. when it is so incredibly like obvious. Right. And um, <laughs> then she would take the time to kind of like, I don't want to say intellectualize it, but just basically be like explaining it for ages and then at the end being like, and I've just sort of replaced singing with dancing. So that's kind of what I've done there. Right. So it's not, so it's kind of, you know, yeah. it's playing on that. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no shit. If yeah. it was, it, maybe it would, imagine if it was, sing monkey, sing monkey, sing monkey. <laughs> <laughs> there would be no difference. It would just be, just yeah, be, sure. Be, it would unlock the key for millions around the world that, oh, that's what it's about. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh. Yeah. 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 I am um, I friend of mine, good friend, um, who I won't dox, um, saw Tones and I busking in Byron Bay before she'd blown up and asked her to sing at his wedding. And then <laughs> a year later when his wedding came around, she was like a billionaire. <laughs> like oh it was it was laughable that he'd even like that he'd even asked her. She was that like famous. Did she still point. sing? No. Didn't hold true. Didn't hold true. <laughs> <laughs> Did she say yes? I don't know if she actually said yes, though. That's oh, he thing. just asked. Yeah, okay, he I just see. asked her. Because you very sneakily didn't, you kind of glossed over that entire part of the story. Well, you never then- <laughs> let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> that's actually, that's so true. Um, but um, I do know that... Um, he also did reach out to her and was like, you still keen? <laughs> Are you still keen? Are you still keen to play? <laughs> that is, that's like, king shit. Mate, that's what they call king shit. She's literally just like doing like Fallon tonight. She can't do it. <laughs> oh my God. She can't do it. Don't even bother. <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, 
Good stories. Good stuff. I like those stories. Yeah. It may, it gives you like, it's sort of like, I guess, if you work in music, it gives you a glimmer of hope. If you're like a manager or an A&R person or something, you go, can happen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you got to be in it to win it. You could, someone could blow up tomorrow. Why can't it be this person that I've just signed? Yeah, all we have to do is go so far beyond the boundaries of good taste that we circle back <laughs> yeah. to artfulness. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm That's trying to think key. of other artists who have done who have done that, like circled that far out. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, good call. That's amazing. And it's hang on, it, hang on that was a good call, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the winner is Todd. <laughs> Oh my god! I've got a new sound effect. I'm going to unveil, guys. It goes like this: Everyone, be quiet. The winner is Todd. Whoa! That was the first time that I've heard that, and that was amazing. It's so good, Todd. Thank you. Um, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers definitely. Because like, you listen to them now. Hello, Giuseppe. Oh, hello, Giuseppe. Oh. He said, "Hey." Is he being a good boy today? Well. Yeah, because we're in lockdown, so now he's happy. But mm. during the week, we were going to work, and he was absolutely devastated and punishing us um, oh. quite decidedly. Yeah, but can't be mad. No, just wants company. Yeah, he's a beautiful cat. He sure is. Sorry, Jamie. That's okay, Jamie. I was just going to say, um, it's incredible to listen to the Chili Peppers. Mm. The first <laughs> ten, twenty seconds, or whatever, you kind of. Smirk, yeah, and then but you listen to the song, and the song wins you over, yeah, almost, almost every time. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely agree. Yeah, w- worst lyrics I've ever heard in my entire life, no question. Like, I can't, I like, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm sorry, but it's just, <clears throat> it's just true. What comes yeah. to mind? Um, <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to recite a Chili Peppers lyric, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because they all mesh together in my brain when I think of one. Mm. The only one I can think of right now is Snoop D double (laughs) O-G. Yeah. Do you know that, Izzy? No. What Uh, is that from? The Chili Peppers and Snoop Dogg performed at the like MTV (laughs) Awards together in the 90s. And Snoop Dogg was rapping like, I'm on the I'm on the stage with the red hot chili peppers. That kind of thing. (laughs) Just doing a freestyle. Absolutely brilliant. Fleet to my left. Tony to my right, that kind of thing. <laughs> That's so sick. And in the background, Tony. He was basically his doing his Anthony Keaty's impression. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But in the background, Tony was going, Snoop D double O G, which spells Snoop Doog. Fuck, that's good. That's a good, that's one of the old time chili peppers lyrics for sure. Yeah. That's really good. Okay. Uh, oh, wait. How do you go? Mm. What were you going to say, Todd? Nah, it's all good. You go. How do you go writing um, about music, Izzy? Like, do you, you, because that's what you did at Noisy for a while, isn't it? For a long time. Mm. Yeah. You wrote about music constantly, every day, even. Yeah. Sort of with a gun to my head, I yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you like doing it? It's hard. I always imagine like, because we in the band always joke about like um, so much like Aussie music press is like um, the driving, the driving bass with the, um, what are the drums? With the the angular guitars. Angular guitars and the soaring vocals. Soaring vocals. Ah. and Yeah. Yeah. What are the drums normally do? What do the drums normally do? They're like, um, well, they're usually driving. Dri- they're driving, but I thought the bass was driving. Yeah, oh, the, the bass, bass is rumbling. Yeah, <laughs> rumbling. It's <laughs> oh driving also, though. Um, just, you know, the rhythm section is driving. Yeah, you kind of just pick yeah. three of the four. Like, you don't do all four. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, you yeah. have to leave one band member out <laughs> so yeah. that they get yeah. insecure. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, I hate it. I hate doing it. Um, <laughs> and that's why I don't do it anymore. Yeah. I think actually the sickness, if you will, about Australian music journalism, which I think Shard is a shining beacon mm. of like, you know, turning all that around um, to me. But I think the sickness is that the there's no money 
in the Australian music industry in a, you know, regulated or stable or reliable way. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that a lot of writing about it is just trying to answer people's emails, PR emails that ask, you know, you to write mm-hmm. about something and you kind of like it so you want to put something out about it but you don't have the time or the resources or the money to do a proper profile, which is what... Um, which is why people go to Pitchfork or, you know, mm. I think Shard has worked really, really hard at being, I think, a reliable music journalist who actually spends time on a piece. But in our job, when we were where we were, we really just didn't have the time or the luxury of writing what we wanted to write about music. So you just end up writing these kind of half-baked, mm. like, shitty news pieces, I think. And right. you're meant to get out, like... I mean, Todd will remember well. You meant to get out like five pieces a day. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Yeah, like that's what your currency is as a. I want to raise my hands and do quotes, but um, <laughs> journalist, you know, like just a person who writes on the internet, basically, some yeah. idiot who walked in the door of a company and just decided they were going to have an opinion for a living. Yeah, mm. and you end up just writing about stuff you know nothing about as well because mm. you just don't. I mean, I mean, not everyone, obviously, but I felt that way. Um, and I always wanted to write long-form profiles about yeah. artists or records or I the making like of stuff. I feel like you would have done your due, due uh, research and worked out the scene and the, the sort of like background of the artist and all that kind of stuff, though. Yeah, you try to. I don't think like um, you, d- you don't get to with any of the news stories stuff. And you, with the profiles for sure, but they're so few and far between that it just starts to feel pretty empty or it at least did for me. And I think it's turning around a little bit now. And maybe, hopefully this isn't a messed up thing to say, but maybe that's because there's less like, I don't know, weight in sites and publications like Vice and, you know, all of those other guys. I think that there's too much kind of, there was too much of an agreement between the record labels and the PR and the media mm. conglomerates where they're just like, let's just promo each other yeah. mm. and then pat each other on the back and do these like, you know, like branded events and all of that. Fully. It just became too messy, I think, and there wasn't really any like space to have integrity about it. Yeah. Mm. But um, I mean, th- that might not actually be true because a lot of the people that I worked with managed to, yeah, to not do that. But I think it was very, very common for a while to just, yeah, I like fully that like the people who are writing news stories about a new single or a new video that's come out from like a Melbourne actor, a Sydney actor, whatever, it's literally like a film and TV or like a um, editing and writing intern at mm. a company whose like job it is to, Write their first Copy thing of the day. The PR release. Yeah, or like you know, try and write something about it, and it's it's great that people get that opportunity. But that you know, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing in the beginning either. Yeah, I was like the first job in writing that I ever had was re- reviewing restaurants. Oh, <laughs> like at the thousands. <laughs> like that was my job was to mm. go to restaurants and then write a review. Like what? Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> any taste buds like I don't know what I'm doing but I'm at this restaurant that's like costs you know $300 for a person to eat at and then I'm going back to my desk and I'm writing about whether or not it's good I mean like it's yeah it's just I think the internet has or did for a very long time convince people that having any kind of opinion meant that you could tell people whether or not something was worth their time yeah <laughs> and that's, a big that's responsibility. what people made money out of yeah. And you're making and you're making and breaking careers right there. Exactly. Livelihoods. Mm. Mm. It's yeah. I mean, don't let's not weigh <laughs> on well, like I don't wanna you yeah. know, I didn't I did actually probably ruin people's lives. But I um I think yeah, like such is the nature of online is that, you know, mm. everybody seems to think that just because they have a feeling about mm. something that it is that thing then is that level of good that you've decided um, mm. 
which is, you know, what I learn from Twitter every day that everyone thinks that, you know, like, oh, this thing to me made me feel this way. So now it's that. And we all have to all agree that it's yeah. that or I'll kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's like kind of started with like blogging and mm. reviewing things like just full teenagers saying whether or not something's good. Yeah. And everyone else just deciding that that must be true. Yeah. Um, but I also I don't really like music reviewing. I think that it's kind of superfluous at the point where, you know, you're not – Back when you had to go and buy a CD, sure, you want to know what it's yeah. like from someone who loves music and listens to it a lot, but now you really don't need that. You know, you don't need someone to tell you That's how so it made true. them feel. I can see the functionality of music reviewing in that era. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm going to spend 30 bucks on this fucking CD. Mm-hmm. I want to make yeah. sure. I want to <laughs> hear from someone who does this week in, week out, and I trust their tastes. Right. See, see what's going on with it. Yeah, yeah well, you want a bit of background on the artist, but you don't need that now. You just fucking Google them. Yeah. You don't really need Instagram. anyone to tell you. Yeah, it's also you can like, find out more. Yeah. You may want to know more about something before you buy it or just want to know what else is new. And that's how you can discover things too by reading the paper and there's like 10 albums reviewed. But yeah. I guess that too is like those 10 albums are probably mostly like labels in the newspaper's pockets as well, right? So it's kind of like there's similarities of that back then as well. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, it's, it, there's always a bias on what that person that's writing mm. feels or who their yeah. contacts are. But I think that, like, I'm into that. I think that stuff's fine, especially when it's the paper. Mm. There's like, you know. Yeah. When it's offline, it feels, or even when it's like a long form thing where you can mm. kind of, there's someone's really put time into it. It's more those like little snapshot opinions yeah. about stuff that really grate me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I do I do love a profile. Me I too. love a profile that takes me like an hour to read. I love them that too. That is They're my favourite. There was a good um, few yeah. years back that Five Sauce one and Rolling Stone I really liked. Did you, did you guys read that one? I have no. never read that and I need to read it right it now. Great. I have to leave the pod. Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, my God. It was um, love. The right, the journalist went to their like Hollywood Hills mansion, just hung out with them for a few days or whatever, and just wrote this quite long form piece. It was really good. This so going on about things. how they were rock stars and blah blah blah, <laughs> and like it was really cool. Did you guys ever read the Harry Styles one? No. no. Oof, my God! In I reckon Ro- I read Rolling it Stone? four times. Yeah, it was probably around the same time. I think it came out. Mm, I want to say three or four years ago. And it took me an hour and 45 minutes to read. (laughs) I don't know if that was just because I was like obsessed that I was like rereading every sentence, but it was so amazing to me. And I just like also get really, really stoked when, you know, someone, a writer or an editor doesn't shorten a piece for the sake of a piece being more digestible like Mm. to me that is this is so nerdy and so embarrassing but to me that's like very radical in this internet era is to have like you know a ten thousand word profile on someone it's insane (laughs) except me i'll just keep going yeah yeah i mean like as a writer i think especially online all you ever get told is like shorten it shorten it no one's going to read that much and it's so nice what when do you just keep fucking going. What do you love about reading those things? Um, like, because w- for me, what I pick up out of them is like I, f- I get massive amounts of inspiration in hearing that uh, a certain artist's um, uh, process or whatever differs or is similar to mine in any way. And I like hearing oh. about what inspires them as well. Um, and I also love hearing about their struggles because then I go, oh, I'm not the only one struggling. That's lovely. Mm. That's mm. so nice. I do. That is very different to mm. what I get out of it, which is amazing. Mm. I actually just really like the intimacy of like, you know, mm. reading something so close to a person and feeling like you are there. I think it takes a lot of words to set a scene really well or to explain um yeah, somebody's day-to-day life and how they operate and the things that they do. And I think that it's super – Steph's here. Yeah, Steph. Shout-outs. <laughs> Shout-outs, putting on his Birkenstock Bostons. Um, yeah, there's just like nothing quite like 
getting really, really up up close yeah. to a person or a story and feeling like you're there with them. And mm. I think that but you then, can do that with lots of things, you know, with lots of different mediums, but with writing you have this or the reading, you have the space to paint it in your own mind. And I think that mm. there's something really special about that. You then have like a very unique relationship with that thing or that person or that object or that art that you wouldn't have, that no one else can share because yeah. you kind of made it up in your head. Mm. But then what well. is it about it, that the intimacy that, that, that feels so good in that situation? Because again, for me, it's like, I, some, this is a really interesting not necessarily interesting, sorry, but like, uh, I, I, <laughs> but um, like when I read these things, oftentimes if it's like with a bad boy, like Nick Cave or someone like that, right? there's a mm. big long piece on him. I like seeing the moments of humanity mm. shine through because people like that give off such an air of demigodness mm. and that they're these like nasty kind of creatures. When you hear, um, like them being nice, basically. I take in. I love that. I'm like, oh, bang, chink in the armor. You're a, you're a real human being. That's what I love mm. seeing as well in those moments. That's nice. I don't. I still like that. Yeah. I don't know if I get that, mm. or that maybe I already have that. Yeah, I'm not searching for that or super um, touched by that or anything. I think it, I just like reading stories. Yeah. So mm. I like to read stories about people that exist <laughs> yeah. as well. And I love the, yeah, I just like reading and thinking about or being able to picture somebody's life yeah. very intimately in yeah. my mind. What do you like about him, Todd? Yeah, Todd. Um, I think I'm closer to Izzy. I like um, kind of the insight and the detail that some of these long form, like I like the ones like that five sauce one where it's a write, like a, a writer hanging out with them for a few days. So like yep. getting to know them. And writing from that perspective where he's sort of just like talking about each of like the band members but in sort of the way that he knows them, mm. like in the writer in this case, he, he knows them. And um, I, f- I was sort of pulled in by that, you know, just talking about how he was sitting on the couch and then one of them came down from the bedroom with the sunglasses that on. That shit, and like, the daily shit. Yeah, I like <laughs> yeah. that sort of stuff a lot. And it's interesting because... I like those sorts of pieces and I like a good like book, like autobiography. Like I've said a million times, like I love the no effects one. It's so like insightful to me and really like amazing. But I don't really like autobiographical movies. Like, oh, okay. I don't like those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like it's too much of like the director's perspective or something like that or like the actors or something and I like either – I guess, yeah, they're like less – like a, a music documentary, I like because it's you like you feel like you're being the, the truth is being uh, yeah sapped out of it a little bit yeah and then I just that's less interesting to me the truth mm. is what's interesting to me yeah there you go yeah you want I the think truth. with a doco I want the truth <laughs> I want the truth God damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it feels like with docos there's a because film is so so different you're basically trying to create a really gripping narrative Mm. you know like you need it to have all of those like ebbs and flows and those arcs and those like you know all of the stuff that you build the bits of the story that you have into a story that's compelling but with a profile you really don't have to do that Mm. all you have to do is just lay bare like Mm. some really good details yeah people yeah you know can i tell you guys something i really like yeah yeah I've, i've always liked this if I imagine, so let's say, the cast of Friends, mm. you know, you would imagine, for instance, that maybe Joey and Chandler would go for a coffee after work. Just imagine that. <laughs> that they're the likely, they're a likely Matthew couple. Perry and, sorry, um, in the yeah. Friends cinematic universe. <laughs> no, mean, sorry, not outside like, of not it. Also, after sorry, I'm talking Perry about Matt LeBlanc. After Friends and Matt wraps LeBlanc, that yeah. day. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, so gotcha, gotcha. The likely scenario is that Matt LeBlanc and, and uh, Matthew, Matthew Perry, Perry might go get a coffee or something. Okay, or get, get on thanks. the nose beers after work. Yeah, like yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> I, now, I love that thought for starters, but I also love the, the, the pairing that you wouldn't imagine. So I imagine, I'm imagining Matthew Perry... And Phoebe, what's Phoebe's name again? <laughs> Lisa Kudrow. Lisa mm. Kudrow, uh, hanging out, shagging, being pat on the weekend, <laughs> hanging out, having a lunch or whatever. That's cool, and I like yeah, it in friendship nice. groups as well. So, like, if mm. you imagine a big friendship group, 
I like hearing about, you know, not the usual coupling that you expect to hang out, but like the person who met the friend of the friend. Yeah, like it's I love a, that. it's a weird pairing hanging out. Like I love a, that. I've got a good one for you. Pairing. I've yeah. got a great one for you. Go. Um Jimmy Pizza and yeah. Stevie D <laughs> going shoe shopping together. There now that's go. a good that's, pairing. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Which happens. About. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's a good pairing. And like you can imagine it with even like the Ninja Turtles, you know, like Michelangelo <laughs> hanging out with Donatello. That's a weird pairing, but I love mm. it. Mm. <laughs> like yeah. they're not supposed to hang out together. Nah. They're not. Oh, no, can't Don- say. Donatello would I- hang out with Leonardo, sure. Yeah. But not with Michelangelo. No. Nah. But <laughs> it would be a great day if they did. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about this in my entire You've life. You've never thought of that? Never. This is very new to me. I'm enjoying it. Like with the AFL as well, like when you see like <laughs> two players on a team who, who like who, after the match have their, their friends arms around after each the match. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that like, too. Oh, I'm yeah. obsessed with that. I like that as well, yeah. And, and even Especially on- if one is really, really tall and the other one's really, really <laughs> yeah. short. And you're like, oh, they're buddies. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't have picked those two to be pals, but of course they are. They're on the same team. Mm. And I don't know the inner workings of this team and that's what I love about this image. Mm. Oh, what about the... What? what? Yeah. Did you guys hear that? Oh, yeah. no, it was just me. My phone is telling me that I have 10% battery. Oh, oh, that's not good. It's not good, guys. Oh, 10% will do it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, what about the fact that the um, the footy was late last night because the team was stuck in traffic oh, in Brisbane? Really? Did you know this? No, that's oh. good. <laughs> see, that's the really human good. truths I, I watched like, the footy guys. last night. You mean Brisbane and Richmond. Is that why it started late? Yeah. Richmond fucking trounced Richmond them. just hanging out, waiting in traffic, maybe on a bridge somewhere, just mm. going, fuck, all late. They fucking trounced them, having a couple of like uh, shots in the leg of the, the old performance-enhancing mm. <laughs> drugs by the sounds of things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Careful what you say. You don't want to get the potty cancelled. Yeah. No. Um, I have a really – okay, this is interesting. Mm. This is an interesting theory. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So I, you know, the affectation of tones and I, mm. it's like that. Um, I don't know if there's a word to describe it yet, and there fucking should be, but they're like, yeah, it's you know how they call that. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! They call that the millennial whoop. They oh, need okay. to find like a like millennial lisp or something. Yeah. You know, something that explains why people, or not why, but the, yeah, you need a name. Before, before, instead of before. That's mm. what we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, I. Yeah. Oh, I. Okay. I have a theory as to where that originated. Mm. Go on. And I would put money on it. I would put my. I would honestly put money on the fact that I'm right. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, I think that it started with the Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm listening. Okay. I'm trying to get I love that it. Mind. I absolutely love it. Tell me. So Julian Casablancas <laughs> sings with a distinct New York accent, I would say. And at times he's, you know, he's got such romantic melodies and such romantic way of delivery that the way some of his lines fall off, kind of they fall off into that, that sort of New York accent. And I feel like... Do you have an example? Just so um, the listeners at home can... And me can. I wish. Us. I wish I did. You know, I really wish I did. <laughs> I really um, wish I did. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> I wish I did. It's more general at this point. Yeah. But I think that that <laughs> early two thousands indie, uh, and the romanticism present in uh, Julian Casablanca's delivery. Can't. I'm already, I'm on board. Mm. Yep. You got me. It stuck around. And so people who weren't from New York started adding a little bit of New York to their R's. Oh, oh, <laughs> you know, before. Yep. And that turned oh. in, right? You, and that turned me. into before over time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because people are idiots. Mm. Before. So I don't know. I think I know Love what you guys it. are talking about. Yeah. What's this millennial lisp you speak of? Like, who's oh, doing it? So Everyone. I say, dance, monkey, dance, monkey, dance. Never did that before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I can't That's what it is. Mm. 
And what yeah. other artists? Are all the artists doing it? Is that what you're saying? Is that um, there's a lot of Australian so artists do it as well? Yeah, like um, Joe. Jo- Billie Eilish is the only one who does it in a way that's yeah uh, not disgusting. Because I was gonna because <laughs> I was gonna say, does Billie Eilish do it? Yeah, hundred um, percent. Listen, there's a couple, yeah. there's a there's that's a handful of Australian it? artists who do it as well. No disrespect. No, I won't dox someone. I was just no. about to, but I'm not yeah. going to. Yeah, good. Maybe in Australia we can trace it back to Missy Higgins. Mm. Oh. Okay, which would make okay, sense with my stroke really timeline. No, no, that would <laughs> yeah, make true. sense with my stroke timeline. Mm. Mm. Um, what What about bands like you know that Giant's Eye song? You know, inside a giant. You know, they I am just, just a speck of dust inside yeah. a giant's eye. <laughs> yeah. No. Is <laughs> um, that like because they were doing? That's like a little. There was like this stage of like folky songs that were like. That you know, like, does it originate from that a little bit too? Like a combination of singing, yeah, it could have funny. But those guys come; those guys are because of the Strokes, right? This is why I'm on on board with what Jamie's saying because it is a hundred percent those fucked those guys that we loved in like 2008, 2009 that wore their little waistcoats, Mm. their little necklaces, and their Mm. stupid little fringes Mm. that sung really quirky like Joanna Newsom vibes, mm. but like that is 100% influenced by the Strokes too. Wow. I'm fucking onto something here. I think it's You're like the something. Strokes like times Kimia Dawson equals Tones and I. <laughs> um, Kimmy, I. I just pulled up the lyric to I Like Giants by Kimia Dawson. And do you mind if I sing a verse? Yeah. Please. Go for it. When I go for a drive, I like to pull off to the side of the road, turn out the lights, get out and look up at the sky. And I do this to remind me that I'm really, really tiny in the grand scheme of things and sometimes this terrifies me. But it's only really scary because it makes me feel serene in a way I never thought I'd be because I'd never been. So grounded and so humbled and so one with everything. I am grounded. I am humbled. I am one with everything. Beautiful. You like that? Yeah. One more. Rock and roll is fun, but if you ever hear someone say that, say you are huge, look at the moon, look at the stars, look at the sun, look at the ocean and the desert and the mountains and the sky. Say I am just a speck of dust inside a giant's eye. <laughs> Do you know she also did started maybe not started but was instrumental in the singing out of time thing like too quick for the beat which is mm. like gives this naive sheen to the song <laughs> like can't quite sing in time and I swear it's intentional it's mm. meant to sound cutesy and it like is. it was recorded in a bedroom yeah and it's indie um, it's full and, like Juno. Yeah, it's full mm. Juno vibes. And you know what? <laughs> Maybe um, it's the same thing that uh, a lot of new trap music does, which I love, which is sing in front of the beat. And it gives mm. it that like edge of naivety or something like that. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Is I, do. Bitch? I do. <laughs> like yeah. they sing intentionally. I actually hate it though. Do you? Mm, like it bothers Lil Yachty. me, but that's because I don't, I don't have very good rhythm, so it actually just confuses me. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I actually, Steph and I were listening to Migos in the car the other day, and I was like, "This song is hurting my brain." Singing ahead of the beat because they're yeah they're ahead, and I can't compute. Mm. Actually, maybe it wasn't Migos, maybe it was someone else. No, I think it was. It's kind of fresh. Was, I, I actually really love it. I think it's if su- I was smarter, I'd probably like it. Because <laughs> in the in the nineties. Um, hip hop and mainly all hip hop. It was always about singing like at the back of the beat, and now mm. it's all about being up the front on the What's front. What's next? Foot. The middle, maybe, mm. maybe. Okay, I've got another th- thing to ask you guys. Yeah. Um, who are you going to book for your wedding? For the music, who's doing music at your weddings? Oh, like the band or DJ? Is it a band? Is it a DJ? That's my question to you. Oh yeah, is it a curated? Spotify playlist. Oh, bring back bands at weddings. Yeah, bands okay. at weddings rule. I'm listening. I'm listening. Stop with the DJ. <laughs> and would you get a real band or would you get like uh, a sick? These New South Wales, for example. <laughs> yeah. Cover band. Because oh, like oh, weddings oh, are oh, fun oh. because like everyone dances at the end and like sometimes the cheesier the better, right? Definitely. Yeah. So I think you get the band that plays like Twist and Shout and you yeah. get the band to play, you know, yeah. like yeah. One, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Or you get get the band that's playing like getting like 
eight grand to play at Crown Casino on a Saturday night. They're a really good, slick, professional cover band. Yeah, and you can yeah, send yeah. them a list of songs that you want. They know they they've got all. as they know as many as are in the the jukebox, basically the karaoke songbook. Yeah, yeah. And they have one guy who plays all of the horns. Exactly. Yep. For all the different songs. <laughs> that would be so good. Cool. They've got. Ins- I want that. I want those guys. They've got like. $35,000 worth of gear that they bring down and they're... Or for the same price, do you book human nature? Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> that could be pretty yeah. good. But then everyone's... I'd go gonna, the cover I, band. I think the cover <laughs> band's the go, hey, because you don't want to... You're not going to get like <laughs> like dive to play your wedding, are you? It's a bit... No. It's a bit too cool. <laughs> yeah. For sure. How fucking boring would that be? Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> suck. Oh. Everyone's just sitting down. I wonder how, like, there must have been some pretty, like, cool weddings where they booked these cool bands and everyone's just sitting there, like, acting like this is a great day when, in fact, it's just actually just so depressing. It's not as fun. It's not as fun. Grandma is just like, what is going on? Yeah. Mm. Mm. This is not cool. Um, you can't have a wedding be cool. A wedding has to be fun. Yes. That's the, num- the number, number one thing. Number one. Um, I've... I won't say who once again, but uh, uh, this wedding happened in my friendship group. And um, basically, oh, look, oh, this is bad. I, don't, I won't go into detail because it'll be like me trashing the wedding. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> the short version of the story is it went, the speeches went for hours and then the dance floor ended up being like 20 minutes or something like that because the venue had to close. Oh. How devo is that? That's, <laughs> That's absolutely devo. fucked. I know. Does this, person, does this person listen to our podcast? I don't think so. Sick. I fucking hope <laughs> not because I do. I'm sorry if you're listening. <laughs> you guys, can you see that? What is Giuseppe doing? He's just being like a cute little bread loaf. Yeah, he's being a little um, potato. He's a gorgeous, on the end, on the he's a gorgeous specimen, isn't he? Very oh, he's sexy. Sexy coat on it on him. On it, <laughs> sexy code on that. On that, um, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta have good music that everyone can fuck yeah. with. Yeah, and just mm. dance, or like, cause that everyone can get down with. Yeah, exactly. twist and shout. Twist and shout's a good one. Just on repeat. Mm. Yeah, get everyone down close to the floor when it's kind of the breakdown, and then you're all jumping up yeah. at the end, doing a kind of Ferris Bueller on the float <laughs> scenario. Yeah, some sing-alongs too, like um, "Under the Bridge" by the Chili Peppers. That's going to go down well. That chorus, <laughs> tones and I dance, monkey. Yeah, um, definitely. But the guitar, like the Foo Fighters guitar version, because those cover bands <laughs> are always guitar-y. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. It'd gosh. be hard to pick the cover band though, because you like you'd want to get someone with the vo- the right voice. Like mm. if you ended up with a girl, yeah, girl. <laughs> Dance monkey well, I'm going to end up with like that, that at my wedding anyway because if Steph gets on the mic, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steph knows, knows the Soundgarden reference from earlier in this episode, that's for sure. Okay. Well, I'll, we'll, we'll ask him. Israel's son, yeah. Black old son. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Sick. Fucking sick. Um, that's I've a- never been to a wedding with a band. I guess it is a lot of money. You know what? I don't think I have either. I don't know why I can imagine it so vividly. I know friends that have played at weddings, so maybe that's why I think of it. Uh, well, in every single TV show and movie, every single yeah. wedding has a band. Yeah, and yeah. every single like, prom. They've, yeah, every single prom has a band. Doesn't happen. Yeah, and it's Michael Never J. Happens. Fox at the front. <laughs> I would love Rewriting to. Black History. <laughs> I, I would love to... Um, to get hired as a musician for, a, I mean, as a singer, not as a, I'd hate to learn all the songs on an instrument. That would be so fucking mm. boring. Agreed. Really great thing to do, but I'd be so bored. Yeah. But it'd be mm. great to sing all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> it would. Yeah. yeah. I would love to play them all on the guitar, but I would hate to learn them all. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be hard. But we could, we could do it. We could be a wedding band maybe, Todd. All right. I'll do it. You want to join, Izzy? Yeah, I sure do. Okay. I'll play the tambourine. Mm. Or maybe I'll be the horn guy. We'll learn a few <laughs> instruments. Mm. Me and Steph DJ weddings occasionally. Okay. Oh, We're DJing one um, at the end of this year, actually. Mm. And it is, um, I will say, <laughs> it's quite a depressing gig because... <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't like it's ju- you're just Spotify. Like you're, yeah. you're just like at the very beginning, you're a, you're essential. I would say people don't have to think about music, and it's not like you know you have it's the fine art of not playing a song that's so good that people want to get up and dance, but playing a song that's good enough that makes people happy mm-hmm. and kind of think about dancing later. Mm-hmm. But eventually, you're just playing whatever the bride and groom and their friends want, and you're you're a karaoke yeah, machine. That, yeah, oh, true. Which yeah. is fi- which is fine, but th- at that point you're like, you guys are spending money yeah. for this. Oh, that's just okay. Put, though. Just put a playlist on shuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's okay. Or like, just get on the, the Spotify. <laughs> take the money and run. Well, it's also awkward to stand there <laughs> and do that and just be like, all right, next one that yeah. they asked for. Yeah, it's Now horrible. we're playing Crazy in Love again. Let's do that. Oh, yeah, that's not Although, cool. Yeah, I mean, but it's still it still is fun because you're like drinking free booze and you're at a wedding and weddings are fun. But I I ended up getting drunk and DJing my brother at the end of my brother's wedding and that was the funnest night of my life because my brother's friends are all like footy boys vibes. Yeah, and so I would just drop like Bruno Mars, Twenty Four Karat Magic. Yeah, and the room would just. Absolutely explode. Yeah. It was <laughs> so fun. There's nothing quite like exploding a room, eh? It's a oh. good feeling. It's so good. And they just don't request songs either. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just not, not their vibes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Or like yeah. they can't think of them. I don't know, but it's real good. I, I, I was DJing one night at the Lansdowne in Sydney, Shutter. And, um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, I had uh, in. I had the an air horn sample, um, always linked Lots. up in the opposite uh, deck. Mm. So when the people were constantly coming up to request songs, and I would like lean forward to listen to their request and then hit the air horn sample <laughs> while they were requesting it. <laughs> you also had a shotgun noise that you were doing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I had a shotgun, t- yeah. and I was going. <laughs> shooting them when they came up with it. Oh my god! It was yeah. fucking sick. I can't. My jaw is on the floor. Mm. Yeah, I can't tell you how I mean, many times um, at DJing at Frankie's a rock and a clearly, clearly rock and roll venue. Like, yeah, there's no, you, there's no way in the world you can mistake the genre mm. of the whole vibe of that place. Meanwhile, you're literally playing. Like Iron Maiden, yeah. While they come up and say, the brief, and the brief is staunch. <laughs> it's like you can't even play grunge; you have to play rock and roll. Like that's what they that's what they say. Um, mm. And literally request like Beyonce, um, any like people come up with like the strangest things, and your jaw hits the floor. You're like, it's like, what are you? Yeah, what? Are you, what are you doing? What is going what are you on? Doing? Yeah, get away from me! <laughs> what get are you doing? You're here. an embarrassment. You're embarrassing yeah. yourself. Just get out of this venue. Seriously, go home. Yes. This Fucking, pour yourself a hot water bottle. Intervention. Yeah. yeah this I is need an intervention. To hear this for me. Oh. I am that person that gets a certain level of drunk mm. and or shall we say high. Mm. And I absolutely <laughs> need to <laughs> need to tell whoever is in charge of the music, the music that I would like to yeah. hear. Yeah. That is my my disease that I live with on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I apologize on behalf of all requesters to you guys. No, that's okay. That's all right. Um, oh. I, I understand <laughs> it. I've requested a song or two in yeah. my time. I have too. Uh, I Usually was probably within genre 16, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> within I, genre. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Things just happen in my brain. It's, um, you know, a song, I think of a song, I realise that it exists and mm. then I decide that it needs to be played. Yeah. And if it gets played, then everything will be fine. It's actually quite a sickness because it, it's not, everything is not fine when that song comes on. Yeah. I just need another well, song. You, what about like everything um, in life? When I had, um, yeah. when you came and um, you and Luke um, came over to my house just like end of last year. And we were all sitting at the back and <laughs> it turned into like like banger after banger. But I remember just everyone was sitting around for a few hours and then next minute I looked up and everyone is just like on the tables <laughs> dancing just because someone got the song right. And that's how it goes. Do you know and what? Then- it literally 
is Casey Musgraves. Yeah, that's right. She's that was not that the night. thing that gets you on the table. Yeah. But she's the she's the Keeps bridge between the sitting oh. down <laughs> and then and then yeah. getting up. The Casey Musgraves just six songs in a row. Yeah. That's getting people just hyped because it's just like yeah. down and dirty country pop. I got You know what? We've all, all our in, inhibitions are going out the window because mm. we're all admitting that this music is amazing. Yeah. And then all you got to do is just fucking put on a bit of Some Lady Gaga. Leaper. Yeah. Bit That's, of Dua Lipa, bit of Ariana. I remember um, you turning around to Luke and just um, you said something <laughs> along the lines of, oh my God, you understand women so <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Yeah, you put something because on and you were just like, you just said the funniest fucking thing, something like That's that. That's what happens. You guys got real pissed that night, didn't you? Yeah, you got pissed. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone <laughs> fell into the garden. There was like four people and, yeah, the garden was. <laughs> there was literally five of us and it was a house party. Yeah. So stupid That's and great. stunning. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what he put on that made me say that. Yeah. Fuck. I'll try and think of it. Yeah. That's hilarious. Another strange phenomenon is um, requesting songs on the radio. What's with that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Doing it, engaging with the radio in any way. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. It's just like requesting a song on the radio. Oh, particularly like when you take Triple J, for instance, um, they're going to play that song in the next half an hour anyway. Mm. Most oh, of the time. If they choose it. Yeah. It's like already yeah, on the yeah, playlist. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, can I get, you know, the the latest one from Thelma Plum. It's like, I'll put it on now, but if you wait 40 minutes, we're going to play it anyway. <laughs> yeah, true. And also, like, it's, you can just listen to it in 40,000 other ways now. You can listen to it yeah. on your Apple Watch. But it's app- not about that. It's about the to. attention of yeah. being, it's being paid attention on live yeah, radio. It's true. That it gives you a, a sort of a, a sort of a contact high. Mm. Yes. That's exactly what it's about. Mm. It's like I um, fucking controlled what happened just then. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking wild. I'm just mad matter. with power now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should get into politics. Yeah. I can affect change, real change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. And it's also, we don't on. know. Maybe we should try requesting some songs. Maybe yeah. it's the best feeling in the world. I don't know. Mm. I mean, clearly I do. <laughs> and I should try it on a bigger scale. Yeah. Yeah. Because I might love it. You need to take this addiction of yours and just run with it. Mm. I, I've done it. <laughs> Don't tell the story, please. Don't tell. <laughs> tell the story. Go on. Have I told you it on pop before? You song. haven't. Let's go. Yeah, requested. Um, requested our own song. Of course. And then they call me and they're like, "Oh, it's Bree from Triple J here. It's this Jimmy from Richmond." <laughs> <laughs> And I start out doing a funny voice. Like I'm like, yeah, it's Jimmy. And then, oh uh, but then over the course of the thing, I get paranoid that it sounds fake. So I just, I just digress into my, into my, <laughs> my own voice. Mm. Oh, dear me. And then I fear for the, for the real Wales fans out there who might be listening because they definitely know it's me. Mm. But then I feel happy for them because they've witnessed <laughs> a great trolling. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah, that's one a way. Great be- trolling? <laughs> yeah, great trolling. It's one of the great trollings. <laughs> one of the greatest trolls of our times. Well, yeah. Talk about power. It is really the way you look at it, isn't it? It could be like perceived as incredibly lame and pathetic or it could be <laughs> perceived as one, the of the great, one of the great trollings of all time. You're fucking the system. Yeah, I like to think of it as a blend of both. Mm. Um, Me too. It's, look, it's more just for fun. It's not that we're desperate to have our song played on radio. It's just a funny trolling. Yeah, yeah. And I'll do if it anyone again. else did it, it would be. Um, I would. I would question that. Yeah, but because uh, it's you. I just. I just know that you absolutely just do things because they're funny. There you go. Thank you, Izzy. That's yes. a, that's about as good a <clears throat> review as I've ever had. Mm. Oh, that's what. <laughs> Is that true. Pretty much. Well, who do we need to call? Shard. Izzy, yeah. um, one time we played this show in Leeds and um, the someone reviewed our show and the, literally the opening sentence was, a band with absolutely no mainstream appeal is these New South Wales. And then <laughs> proceeded to do the review. <laughs> that was the first sentence of the article. Oh, my God. Which is just so wrong too. Yeah. 
It's like I it's wish so that wrong. were true almost. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? what is this, a Gigi Allen gig? I don't know. What's yeah. <laughs> Jamie, did you shit on the stage again? <laughs> no, I should have though. Yeah. It's like, come on, mate. The song's got a verse, chorus. It goes verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. Mm. Mainstream mate. as. Clearly never heard Meat Hook. Mm. Yeah. yeah it's unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway. Actually, Cholesterol Heart is the reference that I should have made just then. Fuck. That's okay. Yeah. That Anyways, doesn't, that doesn't have. That's too. That's almost too short to be a, a commercial song. No way. That's a classic pop song. Mm. Yeah, a yeah. classic. Thank you. It is. All right. Thank you. We'll leave it well, on. Um, no worries. <laughs> yeah, I think we should leave it on that. No, Izzy. It's Wait, been... just hold on. Wait before we go. I just have a question. Okay. Is your background um, a screenshot from Ratatouille? It's. It's not. It's just. Um, my background is just like a random. It could be, but it's just a, a, a random um, Parisian sort of art. Uh, okay. a, dep- a depiction of a Parisian street okay. we used for the Patreon last week. Oh, God, that was... I just nearly but, gave myself a snorgasm explaining that. <laughs> um, Ratatouille is one of your favourite movies, Izzy? Absolutely. If not, my favourite movie. Okay, and that's all. That's about all the time we've got left. So. <laughs> Tune in to the Patreons to hear oh all about God. Ratatouille. Fair enough. I guess I'll... No, no sorry. It's a good film. I watched it recently too. Oh, was that B movie? I think I watched B movie recently. I'm sorry, you're confusing <laughs> B movie with Ratatouille. No, I've seen them both recently. What's so darn good about help. Ratatouille? Have you seen it? No. Watch it. Don't ask. Just watch it. Okay. Everything. <laughs> it's a perfect film. I'm not being funny in any way whatsoever. Love it. So it is fucking amazing. Great. It is the most heartwarming film I've ever seen in my life. It is also very funny, very cute, and the animation is beyond. Like Fantastic. it just makes you feel hugged, loved, warm. Like it's humanity at its finest, this according to me. makes you feel hugged, loved, fucked, cucked, and sucked. <laughs> 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 See humanity at its finest. Put that on sure. the DVD cover. <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't make me feel any of those last three things. That's um, you're basically silencing a woman. Sorry. But um, <clears throat> you know, there's other movies that make me feel that for sure. Mm, sick. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to know what they and are. On that note, <laughs> sick. <laughs> um, yeah, please watch it. Please, 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 and then okay. come back to me. Okay, great. We'll do. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Thanks so much, Izzy. Thanks it's been a really fun, fun chat. It's been great to have you back on the pod. Thanks for having me. Sorry about the swallowing stuff. I think I worked it out about halfway through. That's all right, yeah. yeah. Oh, just yeah. Stop, away. stop swallowing. Yeah, mm. my mouth is just full of saliva. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. Have yeah. a great great afternoon. And Todd, can we just finish off on that, that new soundbite just as the last thing we hear? Okay. Ready? Yep. The winner... It's Todd. <laughs> Shout out Sweeney Todd, the other greatest movie of all time. Very, very, Todd. very good. Mm. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>